0: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Covenant Worship Center. We are here, live, in person, in the building. We are ready to bless the Lord. We're ready to magnify God. We're ready to bless Him this morning. Come on, you guys, welcome to the Covenant Worship Center. We're in the building. We're in virtual church this morning. Welcome everybody in their home, in their living room, in their bedroom, wherever you may be at this morning. We welcome you with the love of Jesus on today. We're excited. This is the first Sunday in the month of August. Amen. God has graced us to see the eighth month of this year. We are excited about what God is doing. We're grateful for God keeping us for seven months of 2020. Amen has been an absolutely insane year, amen? Things we've never seen before, things we've never experienced before, but by the grace of God, we're still here, amen? So we just come to bless Him this morning. We come to magnify Him this morning. You guys in for a special treat, amen? Pastor Benice is going to be finished in the Word of God and so we're excited about what God is going to do in the building. We got praise and worship and we're about to get into prayer, amen? So in your home, begin to saturate the atmosphere right here in the building. We got some people in the place. Come on, y'all. The Thank you your peace. And just begin to bless him, just begin to magnify him, just begin to glorify his name. For he is worthy to be praised, he is worthy to be glorified. He is worthy to be magnified. We come to bless you today. We come to honor you today, Father God. We come to lift you up on today, God. For you are the King of kings and the Lord of Lords, God. We come to say thank you this morning, God. We come to bless you like never before, Father God. Lord, we're thankful on this morning, God. We're grateful on this morning morning, God. For your loving kindness, God. For your grace and your mercy, God. For another opportunity, Lord, that we can come in and lift up your holy name on today, Father God. Lord, we thank you for breath in our body, God. We thank you, Lord, for peace in our minds on today, God. We thank you for strength on today, Father God. We thank you for your power on today, Father God. And Lord, we just welcome you in this place on today, God. We welcome you, Father God, that your presence, God, will fill this place, God. Fill our homes on this morning, God. Fill our our hearts on this morning, God. Let us experience a mighty move of God on today, Father God. That, Lord, you're free to reign in this place, God. You're free to move about, God, to allow your Holy Spirit, God, to touch, to heal, to minister on today, Father God. We are open this morning, God. We are yielding to you on today, God. We're yielding vessels on today, Father God, ready for your use on today, Father God. We yield to your commands on this morning, God. We yield to your instruction this morning, God. We yield to the power of your authority on today, Father God. That, Lord, you may have your way freely in this place on today, God. Stir us up on this morning, God. Stir up this atmosphere on today, Father God. Stir up our spirit man on today, Father God. That, Lord, we will have a hunger for you, Lord, like never before, Father God. Lord, begin to move on today, God. That, Lord, your Holy Spirit, God, will be released like never before, Father God. That, Lord, you're touching, God. You're healing, God. You're delivering, God. And, Lord, we're in great expectation on this morning, God, for a mighty move of God on today, Father God. Begin to bless our praise, God. Give us more understanding of your scripture, God. Lord, let us be fed on this morning, God. So you fill us up on today, God. Fill us up on today, Father, God. Fill us up with your glory, God. Fill us up with your anointing, God. Fill us up with your power on today, Father, God. And Lord, we begin to speak life on today, God. We cancel every spirit of death on today, God. We bind the hands of the enemy on today, God. As we begin to decree and declare, God, that we're walking in victory, God. We have the victory on today, God. That no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper, God. That we stand on your word, God. That we are the head and not the tail, Father, God. We are love only and not the need, God. We are the lender and not the borrower, God. That, Lord, we're walking in our blessings, God. We're walking in our overflow, God. We're walking into our wealthy place, God. We're walking in prosperity, God. We're walking in divine healing, God. As we begin to decree and declare, God, there will be no sickness, God. There will be no illness, God, that shall attach itself to our body, God. I decree supernatural healing, God. We bind up high blood pressure today, God. We bind up diabetes, today, God. We bind up heart disease, God. Strokes, today, God. Any form of cancer, God. We begin to break its power today, Father, God. Any form of arthritis, God. We come up against our muscle inflammation, today, God. Back spasms, today, God. Lord, back pain. On today, Father God. We come up against ulcers today, God. Lord, any form of blood, digestive areas, God, whether digestive tract, God, is being, Lord, hindered on today, God. We ask you to remove it on today, God. We bind up any spirit, God, in the small intestine, the large intestine, God. We speak life to our colon, God, to our liver, to our kidney, God, to our heart, God. Every vital organ. God. We place the blood of Jesus over it, God. That, Lord, divine healing is our portion, God. There is no sickness, God. We decree that by Your stripes we are healed on today, God. We thank you for healing this morning, God. We thank you for power this morning, God. Lord, move in this place like never before, God. Move by your power, God. Move by your spirit, God. Move by your power, God. Move by your spirit, God. We need a touch from you this morning, God. We need a touch from you right now in the name of Jesus God. Holy Spirit have your way. Holy Spirit have your way. Stir up this atmosphere. Stir up the anointing in our home. Right in your living room. I dare you to begin to bless him. I tell you to begin to magnify him. I tell you to begin to exalt him as king of Kings. For God has been to to us to sit down on his grave to sit down on his power oh we come to lift you up unto the God oh, you said that if I be lifted up from the earth I will draw men unto me God begin to draw them in unto the God draw in the backslider, of God draw in the of God draw in the drug addict God draw in the one that is wayward God draw in that lost soul, God that person that's calling in God break the boxes of God break the chains today, God Set 3, free, Beat it. But did y'all realize that this building will be paid off in 2026? So it's only six years from now. But listen, God's going to do it early. All right. This is why we're throwing every first in towards our building fund to pay this thing off early, save us that money, and we can position ourselves for the next six years we'll go back just like that. So God allowed us only so a 10 year mortgage on this building. God allows us, He'll give us the grace to. we believe God and we'll see it until anyone 26. We're going to pay it off before then. I believe God. We can do this thing. Word of God, concerning the area that God has blessed her to walk in the spirit of excellence in, being an awesome wife. We're in this series teaching Bible living matters. If we grab a hold of the teaching in this word, I promise you, it's going to elevate your life. It's going to encourage you build you up. We're in part five. Don't don't miss any of this. Go back and listen to it. Put it on repeat when you need to go back and just Feed your spirit. Every Monday, I'm listening to the message because I want the word to feed me. When I'm riding to work or riding back home from work, I listen to the message. Now, I ain't saying what you do, I'm talking about what I do. You you get on that Sunday, you never go back. But it's good to have the word in your ear, feed your spirit. The word is going to grow us. And I'm saying, you don't want to miss this word today you out there on Facebook, YouTube, share this, share this. Tell somebody to watch and to join our virtual church. Come on y'all, stand on y'all feet here in the building. As we bring up this awesome dynamic woman of God, I bring to the pulpit, none other than Pastor Benice Jones.
1: Hallelujah while you're standing let us pray father we love you we praise you father we thank you we thank you father for being back in the building and father more importantly we thank you that you met us in the building God. we thank you for your anointing your grace your power your love god we thank you how your word says that you load us daily with your benefits oh god so every day that we get up and we feel like we ran out god you said i download new benefits into you new grace new joy new you love hallelujah and so father we're so grateful today god we thank you father that you can come in the room and you can shake us oh god out of places of dryness oh god and so father we thank you that i will take the back seat, god You take the front seat that you will go before us on today, God. Begin to plow out the field, oh God. Begin to change the hearts of your people, God, that they may hear this word, God, but not only hear it, oh God, but reap it and begin to reap it, oh God, and sow it, oh God, and let it come alive in their life in the name of Jesus. I thank you for every wife that's tuned in, oh God, every soon to be wife, God. I pray that you do a new thing, that they get a new revelation and that they'll never be the same, oh God. I thank you for every husband, oh God, for every man, oh God, that they will hear the word, oh God. And they will continue to encourage, oh God, their wives and their significant others to do better. And so, Father, we love you. We praise you and we honor you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And take your seats, God, we love you so much, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus, and we praise you. We thank you, oh God. We thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. And we praise you. I'm excited what God is doing in this place, amen. And I'm excited what God is doing in the building, hallelujah. Let me tell you something, and I'm gonna get right into the message, and I won't be before you long. But the enemy, as uh, the Bible says, he desires to shift you as we. And that's what Jesus told Peter. he desires, the enemy desires to shift some of the, shift some of the saints. We have been out of our routine, out of sync with God and and in church. And we put so many things now because we can. We put them on Sunday and, you know, we do different things and, and we forget to carve out and make this time sacred to get before God and make this our church time. Yeah, it's convenient, we can pull it up on another time and we can go wash the car or we can go run to the grocery store and, you know, I watch church on Thursday or, you know, I watch church on Tuesday or I watch church tonight, amen. But I guarantee you, if you take the time to put Jesus first and you make it a priority to cut out time just to serve him and to be with him, amen, God will meet you, amen. I'm excited, we're talking about how, the wife portion, the wife portion on today. And we're talking about Bible living matters. And as Apostle has been teaching on, he said if we will go back to what the Bible says and back to what he ordained from the beginning on how we should function and how we should operate, that we will see some things change in the land. Now, I don't want any single woman to be discouraged because I want you to catch this word and let this thing get in your spirit, man, amen? So that God can begin to plant a seed in you so that you can be prepared if you so desire to be a wife. I also wanna encourage the women because some of you have been operating without a uh, a license, as a wife, and God didn't ordain that, amen. And so you know, just like you out there on the streets, and you driving with a li- uh, uh, driving without a license, if the police pull you over, my God. But if the Holy Ghost grab a hold of you while you operated without this license, amen. I believe God will begin to shake you and say, "Girlfriend, you pouring too much into this joker, and it's not even his assignment to be your husband," amen. But God saw ordained in the beginning. He said, "He set a set reel just for you," amen. I know you like Leon's, but God might have them down at Kenny's ribs, amen? But you so stuck on a set type of rib to fit, amen? But God got the right covering, the right protection, the right man. But you got to have a license first to operate as a wife, amen? And so I believe that God is going to spree some women on today. And he's going to make you lift up your standards a little more. And you won't settle for some things, amen. Just as we spoke on last week about being a helper, you already know that that seed is in you to help assist and plan. But I want you to stop helping some jokers that haven't been called to you, amen. (laughs) So I wanna talk about a wife on today, a wife, a wife. And if I I, I wanted to put up a picture of me and apostle back Uh, When we were in our early 20s in college, and we just on there smiling like, hey, and had no idea what we were walking into. Amen? But I, I thank you that God, he gives you grace, and he gives you room to mature and groom in some areas to prepare you for where he wants to take you. Um, I I don't know if you all remember this game show. It was popular back in the day. I don't think you can find it now unless you got the game uh, network. But it's called So You Wanna Be a Millionaire. Y'all remember that? So You Wanna Be a Millionaire. Um, For those of, I I do too, I decree and declare, it's gonna manifest, amen? But the game show, if you don't remember it, So You Want to Be a Millionaire, um, this is how the game show went. Uh, You answer trivia questions to win, what could be very big bucks. Um, there will be safety nets along the way to guarantee sums that can't be lost once a contestant reaches a certain threshold. So once you reach a certain place, there's some things that you won't lose. Um, and players can quit at any time. But going for the million carries the risk of losing hundreds or thousands with one wrong answer. Oh my God. Contestants get lifelines to help them reach the top, amen? Um, if I can title this message, I would say, so you want to be a wife? You want to be a wife? Uh, just like so you want to be a net millionaire. You want to be a wife? Um, I don't think that we understand that if being a wife is our responsibility to help our spouse grow in the things of God. Oh, God. he He's accountable to God. And the more he grows, the more he is able to lead our family in a godly direction. Amen? Yes. Um, you know, we, we women, we love looking out on the outside and say, ooh, they such a cute couple, Oh, he love her, Oh, I want that, that's how I want my wedding to be, that's how I want my husband to be, that's what I want, I want that, ooh, oh, my favorite, look at them, they always on a date. But you don't know what it takes to get to that grace level. Uh, I wanna ask you a couple of trivia questions, amen, are you ready to submit? Uh, you don't know that submission is a part of this thing, Is submission a part of the, the pictures that you liking on Facebook. Um, are you ready to honor and respect your husband? Even when they don't deserve respect and they live living so low that they don't even deserve honor. Um, are you ready to pray for your husband after this joking and then cuss you out and act a complete fool? Are you ready to humble yourself and just pray? Um, how about this, are you ready to have sex and you don't feel like, you, look, you just got off the work and this joker is trying to rub up next to you. Um, are you ready to have sex? even when you don't want to. Uh, Are you ready to become one? Are you still operating on your own agenda? Uh, We're supposed to be one body with one assignment, and that's exemplify the kingdom here on the earth and exemplify marriage here, kingdom marriage, so that others will know how to operate. The Bible says we're not having marriage in heaven, so this is your only opportunity to get this thing right. Um, If you think that you and your boo gonna be caught up together hand in hand, skipping through heaven, Baby, I came to tell you, marriage is for this work right here, amen? Come on now, you preaching
0: better than they shout. Come on, are you
1: ready to be a helper? Come on, you don't know it takes work to help. You can't sit back and, you know, like my t-shirt say, I'm just a spoiled wife. Baby, it takes some things to go through to get to that status. you know what i can preach on these three things because as wives these are the three areas that we constantly need to be refreshed in and i believe that god if, if if you allow god to prune you in these things you'll see some things shake up not only in your marriage but in your own personal life because it's about a personal relationship and you'll see some things shake up in your home we're talking about bible living matters the first thing is submission uh, we always like that. that's a nasty word, amen. But submission means to come under authority, okay? To line up underneath something. Um, just as God is the head and Jesus is the son, You see in the scripture, Jesus always say, I don't do nothing unless my father does it. He submitted unto God. He came under submission. He came under the mission, amen, to bring this gospel here and save the world. So if you don't know how to submit and come under something or come under authority of it, you don't want to be a wife. Glory to God. See, submission is a voluntarily act of obedience unto God. Um, It don't make you worth, less worthy. It don't diminish your worth, your value as a woman, amen. But on the contrary, when you submit, amen, you're saying, God, I obey your word, and I'm going to do what you said in the beginning. I'm going to learn to come subject and come under the mission, and that's the exemplified kingdom marriage here on the earth. But we don't want to submit. We don't think that who you have placed, who you have placed, oh God, as head that is worthy for me to submit? He don't know all that. I'm the one with the master's degree. He got a GED. What you want me to submit under the mission? It just seems fitting for me to leave this thing, and I don't understand why you want him to leave. Because really, I got all the qualifications. You know, I went to Providence Saint Bell. Come on, nice, huh? Come on, Westside. <laughs> you know I didn't come on I didn't went to graduate school I didn't you know I got all the degree I got all the pedigree you know I got that good family stock and you want me to come under the mission and this joker just got, barely got out of high school my
0: gosh <laughs> but my
1: submission is my obedience to God come on. And just like in the beginning, I love it, Dr. Tony Evans, if you got time, pull up YouTube, amen, and listen to him. He'll tell you all about a kingdom wife, a kingdom woman, a kingdom family, kingdom children, a kingdom husband, child, pull it up, amen. But he said that was the whole plan of the enemy. He tried to switch the way that God ordained things to go. God ordained it in the beginning for Adam to have rulership and authority. But what did Satan did? He went to the wife and tried to flip authority and get her to coincide with what he said. My and that's God. exactly what the enemy will do. He'll try to come in the home and get you to flip and not respect your husband, not submit unto him, and think that you got the power and authority to run this thing. My God. Well, let's talk about respect since we own it, huh? Yeah. Aretha didn't know what she was doing when she said, R.E.S.P.S.C. Right, come on. She didn't know that that song was prophetic. Come on. See, refre- respect means to hold in a high esteem and to lift up. We talked about that on Marriage Tips Monday. Come on, it's a shameless plug. Join us on Monday. We got a new group going, talking about marriage, love, love, sex, love, sex and marriage. Amen. You got to come in. It's a private group. Invitations only. Married couples only. We talk, not talking of engaged couples or single folks about sex. Come on now. But when we teaching this word. Amen. And so we gonna help you if you are married, to help you stay married. Glory to God. Yes. But respect is to hold in a high esteem and to lift up. We were commanded as wives to respect our husband. Now you need to read the scripture because the Bible says wives, you are to respect your husband. Now that respect is not based off of their actions. That respect is not based off of how good they was on Tuesday. That respect is not uh, based on where they came from. The Bible clearly says that we are to respect respect them. Now, it also says that husbands are to love their wives. There's no condition on that. We're not supposed to love them when they still slim in the waist and pretty in the face. He said you're supposed to love them through all seasons. Amen. So see, just like respect is just respect and love is just love. It's no conditions in it. I don't uh, love, want you to love me when I do something or when I look a certain way, then you love me, amen? But I need you to love me through all the times, amen? That's the same way that respect goes. Respect is I don't care how long you get. I don't care how bad you treat me. But the Bible says I'm commanded to respect you. And so just out of my obedience to God, I'm just going to go ahead and respect you, Joker. Come on. First Peter, the third chapter, if you haven't turned to it. I got a scripture, I'm not just talking off my dome this morning. I got a little scripture to back me Uh up in this thing. Come on, first Peter, three, one and two. Respect, that's what we've been commanded to do. We've been commanded to do. Respect, I'm reading this from the Amplified. It says, in the same way you wise, be submissive to your own husband. Subordinate, not as inferior, see, it doesn't discredit who you are, but out of respect for the responsibilities entrusted to husbands and their accountability to God. Let me help you this. Ooh, that's good. Come on. God has a certain accountability. men got to answer to God. I know you want to cuss him out a little bit. I'm going to tell you, I've been there. I was there oh, last night, okay? Oh, in my head, I was saying some stuff to a pastor, amen. Oh, I know y'all, it. It was, Pastor B so sweet. Let me tell y'all something. Sweet. I was trying to pay my credit card bills. This joker was on vacation and he busy as a bee. He can't sit still. He and that, he wanna sort through all the mail. And then he take all the mail, that's what he did. He tearing it up, who finna, who finna steal our, our bill? they finna steal it and pay it. So he, he didn't tow up all these. And I said, Jonas, I'm trying to pay my credit card bill. you know where the bill is? I don't know the account number, anything. Do you know where it is? I don't know, Denise, but that bag of uh, mail is in the uh, recycling bin. So now I got to go out here <laughs> in this recycling bin. I, I just got to dig in the garbage and get this bag out. Then I open the bag and everything. I said Jesus in my head I was saying something that was <laughs> uh, I more. said Jesus deal with him why would you tap up this bill and I need it and I got to find the other half to the bill and all this mess but our position is I don't have to worry about trying to tell Jonas about himself and how you need to just stay in your lane and stop messing up stuff and messing with the mail because why, he's accountable to God. So all I have to do is say, Jesus, I need you to work on your son, Father. You see that he's operating in the place that he ain't supposed to be operating in, oh God. He getting all into matters, God. You said that we shouldn't be busybodies, God. That we need to mind our own things, oh God. So Father, you begin to deal with him, oh God. Let him walk as the head, oh God, and stay in his lane, God. You ordain rose for us, oh God. <laughs> he's accountable to God yes. the, It goes on and said he's entrusted Responsibilities entrusted to husbands And they're accountable to God And so partnering with them Because I'm going to help him through this thing Yes. Yep. So that even if some do not obey the word Oh come on if they disobedient Jesus. Of God they may be won over to Christ With that discussion by godly lives of their wives, by the godly lives of their wives, they're going to be one of them. When they see your modest and respectful behavior, together with your devotion and appreciation, love your husband, encourage him, and enjoy him as a blessing from God. See, we don't, we miss all of that. We don't enjoy him for a blessing from God. What I learned is, the hard part is figuring out how to respect our husband and what respect looks like. We'll say we respect them and we want them to respect us and we want them to show respect to us just like we would show respect to them. But see, the hard part, like I said, is figuring out how does respect look. I'm gonna tell you how it looks. Respect looks like modest and chaste behavior. It's not a bad attitude. It's not trying to upsort 30 over your spouse. It's not trying to be a Jezebel and tell him what to do. Respect looks like a godly wife who exudes wisdom, grace, and integrity, and character. That's what respect looks like. Respect, though, I ain't had to call him and say, why you with your big head and stuff? Why you throw all the mail out and we need it? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> My God. That's not exuding character. That's not exuding grace. Come on. <laughs> a godly wife. Let's move on to number three.
0: Free us,
1: Lord. Come on, it's a helper. And I want you to look at this helper in a sense because I love how God does this thing. It's just like the Holy Ghost is the helper. Yes. When Jesus left, he said, he said I'm not going to leave you, you fatherless. I'm going to leave you some help down here. And he left the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost's job is to speak to us and encourage us and tell us where we need to be in life just like he has that relationship the wife is to help to encourage the husband to be who god has called him to be when you see that he's moving off he's not operating as a husband he's not operating as a head it's your position amen it's you you have been designed to be that help i need him to operate as the head i need him to be in the right position because without him being in the right position the whole body just fall apart and that's when we're talking about in Bible living matters. If you understand your position as the help, just like they like to call the wife as the neck, the, new, the head can't move without the neck. Listen, if you out of whack and you're not helping the head, the whole family then fell apart. That's right. that's
0: right.
1: The helper helps to build them up. Encourage to come alongside him to help them up. I love how the Proverbs 31 woman was a good example of that help. In, in verse 23, the Bible says in Proverbs 31 and 23, it says her husband is known in the city gates when he sits among the elders. Now, I, I said, why was the husband known, not the wife? She was the one who was doing all the stuff. If you read it, baby, she didn't get up, got the kids ready, all the service in line. She helping him um, with real estate deals. She got, you know, the business going. She uh-huh. looked good. She dressed good. All her kids was good. And they rose up to call her bluff. She had everything going on. But all at all of that, they, they said that the husband was known among the city gates, why? Because she knew her position as wife. She knew that if I build him up, if I encourage him up, then everything else gonna fall in line and God got me on everything so that's why I can look. I can uh, take care of the house, I can take care of the kids, I can do this, I can do that, why? Because I'm in the right position. The people knew the man because the wife respected him. The wife was there building and encouraging him. She had her business in order. See, we so focused on what he's not doing and God just want us as wise just to focus on him. Well, what are you doing, daughter? What are you doing? Yes,
0: God.
1: The Bible says in Proverbs, it says that the husband, the heart of the husband trusts in his wife. He has confidence in her. Can your husband trust you? Can he trust you that you're going to help him and build him up? Can he trust that you want to encourage him? Can he trust when he come in and he's made a bad decision that you won't beat him down and call him every dirty name in the book? Can his heart trust that you won't break it, that you won't run out on him? Can he just lay his heart at your feet and just just say, I trust you? Come on, I'm, I'm almost done here. The Bible says that she does him evil. Not good. She does him good, not evil. Come on, some of y'all doing evil.
2: Time.
3: Some of y'all ain't just,
1: you know. I ain't talking about in this room, but I'm just saying. You know, you sit on a good front. You know, you sit close to your boo in church, but at home, you cussing that joke out. I see it in the spirit. Amen. Uh huh. You beating them up. You won't fix this food. Amen. You said, I wish he would bust open that refrigerator. He ain't bought a grocery in here. Amen. You starving them. Glory to God. Come on. You don't want to you don't want him to touch you, amen. You're laying up, and you th- I wish he would touch me, amen. You don't want to, you know. The Bible said your body ain't your own. You said yes, it is. He ain't get nothing, amen. Until he learned to bring in the bacon and make some money up in here, he not touching me. That's I see you in the spirit, amen. But they said, well, Pastor, these you don't know this joke I got at home. Come on, let me tell you something. The Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. Just like you got one that's broke up, he ain't doing what he do what he need to do. I'ma say, since what you doing? You praying, since he ain't not work, sis, what you doing? You, you praying that he get a job. Sis, you getting them up together and saying, come on, you going to look for it? Come on, I'm going to drag you over here to this place to get a job. I mean, what are you doing, sis? I like in the game show, it said there are safety nets if you want to be a millionaire. I I, I believe that we can use that if you really want to be a white. There's some safety nets along the way that guarantee some sums that can't be lost once a contestant reach a certain uh threshold i believe that as a wife it's some time when i put some time in, it's some things that i can't be lost um uh, my obedience to god won't be lost because i did gave all that i had to him and even if he decided to act a fool and go out there and sleep with somebody else i'm still gonna be blessed because i was obedient to god amen see i don't base how i react to him how i respect him and how i submit based on what he does amen because my first obedience is to god amen yeah. So it's a safety net in covenant. It's safety net in covenant, and I want to speak that again for our single women. It's safety net in covenant, amen. He knows that he can't just go out and do what he want to do without some conviction falling on him. Now some of them will go anyway because flesh just took rulership over them, and they're gonna dip into ponds that ain't supposed to. But there's safety in covenant, amen. Safety in girlfriend and boyfriend, or it ain't safety in living. This my living boyfriend, and, uh, ain't no safety in no uh, what's that other kind of law uh, that they got for marriage? Kind of law ain't no safety net in that thing, but God honors covenant. God honors covenant, and there's benefits when you're in covenant. One of the benefits for men is that the Bible says, when a man obtaineth a wife, he obtaineth a good thing and obtain favor with the Lord. Amen? That's Proverbs 12 and 4. It says, a virtuous woman, an excellent wife, worthy of honor, is the crown of her husband. But she who shames him with her foolishness, it's like rightness in this bone. See, man, it's a blessing. It's a safety net when you get a good wife. And God began. The Bible said, if you don't even treat her right, He ain't gonna hear your prayers. Amen. So you ain't gotta worry. Since I'm trying to help you, you ain't gotta worry about cussing them out. You just say, you know, the Bible says that you know, if you don't treat me right, He ain't gonna hear your prayers. And I, I know you. I know you need something from God. You you're looking for Him to do something. Amen. I, I just dare you to treat me right. Amen. But it says, a virtuous woman, an excellent one, is worthy of honor. And she's the crown of her husband. But she who shames him with her foolishness is like rottenness to the bones. That's a safety net. I believe that there's some lessons, there's some heartaches, there's some hardships, there's some experiences that I've um, had to go through that's going to push me to the next level. It's some things that I've gained in this relationship, some hardships that we've overcome together that that I don't care what happens, that I've learned some things that's going to help build my character, that's going to help build me as a woman of God, that's going to help me be a a wife that I can pour into a younger wife and tell her some things. Why? Because there's some things that I've went through along the way. In the game of who wants to be a millionaire, it says you can quit at any time. But going for the million, you will lose hundreds of Uh thousands to reach it. Let me say that again. Going for the million, you'll lose hundreds and thousands to reach it. Um, As I said before, you have to suffer some losses. You have to go through some hardships. Uh, we have to have some uncomfortable conversations. Uh, those are that that little stuff, them hundreds and thousands. But I believe and I decree and declare that if I just hold on, there's there's something waiting for me on the other side. There's something that's a little bit better. Um, I like to tell some of the single women, listen, you didn't lost that joke and you thought, hey, we was get together. Look, we didn't made a baby. We about to get married, is it? And he didn't acted a fool and moved on. Amen. Baby, he was just a hundred. He wasn't even a thousand. It's been some hundreds and some thousands that have walked in your life, and God said, I got a million-dollar man waiting on you, but you want to settle for this cheap stuff. Stop settling for cheap stuff. God got something just right for you. Like I said in the beginning, he got the right man that when you connect, you say, oh, I feel good in here. I must be the real that belongs to you. You got to wait for the right one to connect with. Amen? You can quit at any time. Uh huh. It's easy to give up. It's easy just to, you know what? I'm done with this. But it's more reward when you can overcome. It's more gain when you can tell the testimony how we was almost there, but I yet held on. I yet stayed strong. I'm getting ready to close, but I want to talk about there's always a lifeline. Just like in the game a millionaire, God always sees sins a lifeline. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care what you're suffering with. I don't care if he don't love you right, he don't treat you right, he don't talk to you right. I don't care if he in the worst place battling depression and he's battling sickness, I don't care what it is. God said I'll always throw you out of lifeline, amen. Why? Because if you obedient to me and you do what I commanded to, for you to do, I'm going to help you out. See, a lifeline is someone or someone that you can depend on and provides a means of escape from yes. a difficult situation. That I don't mean divorce, amen. But God will give you some peace where you'll just escape from the badness that's around you. God to give you some joy where you don't have to walk in depressed and oppressed because the joy of the Lord. Will With this thing anymore. If you just lay out before me, I promise you I'll arrest that Joseph. Glory to God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. He said, I want to throw out a line to you. Yeah. Something that's going to save your life. You're so worried about a hymn. He said, but I want to save your life. I'm speaking to somebody if you catch a hold of this. I want to save your life and I don't want you to drown or die in this situation. He said, I've called you for a set purpose. And if you learn to just trust me and reach up for the lifeline, this lifeline that he will give you is indispensable. God will give you something that you can hold on to. I don't care. I ain't never prayed like that. Y'all, we said before, you ain't never prayed till you got children, yep. But when I got married, I had to shift how I prayed. I had to shift how I believed. I had to shift how I thought. I had to shift how I spoke. Come on, you say you want to be a wife. Are you ready to encourage him when you don't feel like it? When you need encouragement yourself, hallelujah. Jesus,
0: that's good.
1: God is trying to throw you out a lifeline today. He's trying to throw you out a word. He's trying to put somebody in your path that's going to encourage you to yet stand and yet hold on to the word of God. God is trying to bring you around some other godly wives that can pour into you and say, "Maybe that's not how you do things. But you so stuck on your girlfriends. I don't take advice from single women. Amen. And that ain't nothing against single women. But see, I need to who've been there and who know what I'm going through that can speak some encouragement in my life. The Bible says that it's the older women's job to train up the younger women how to be wife. So I don't need nobody who's never been a wife, amen, to pour into me, amen. But if you've been a wife, you've been there, done that, then you've got something that you can add to me. God is trying to throw out a lifeline. And he's trying to get you to yet hold on. He said, I'm going out of life, lifeline, I'm trying to get you to a place of prayer. That's why you ain't seeing things move. You trying to say, why he, why, why he keep acting like this? Why he won't just do this? He said, but I'm trying to get to you. So I'm going to make that stuff that's right in front of you, that joke to fluff you and frustrate you, so I can get you to a place where you will lay out and pray and call unto me that you will fast. You so focused on what's in front of you and what he's not doing, but I'm trying to get you to see that you're not doing it either we will listen to what the word says he's accountable to God so I ain't got to God this your husband you better deal with him he not acting right my God, my God. God is throwing out some lifelines to some wives today and he's going to encourage you to yet hold on now listen you got to be able to have a good lifeline and that means you got to be connected to the source which is Jesus because when Jesus said run you better put on your shoes and run when Jesus said, uh, that ain't the one, he ain't ready. You need to step away for a minute. I need to keep working on him. You have to be able to hear what God is saying. God wants you to connect to the source. Look, he I know you said this is a lot. I got to do all that. So you want to be a wife, huh? You want to be a wife. You want to be responsible for upbuilding and encouraging somebody and, and steadily pouring in. But the child, I, I got kids. Guess what? He go before them. What? That don't make sense. See, you don't know, see, see he go before them. You you got that's your first assignment, amen. You didn't see in the garden of Eden that God stopped popping up babies and then say, hey, take care of these babies, and when you're done, take care of these this husband. No. See, a godly wife knows her position and she knows order in the home, amen. my god, my God. We don't want to receive it. We don't want to receive it, amen. Come that's on, I'ma pray for wives on today because I'm getting ready to take my seat. Hey, I went over, come on, listen. You're good. Father, we thank you on today, oh God, for every wife, oh God. And so, Father, I pray right now that you would encourage the wife, God, that's ready to give up. The one that's ready to make up her mind she want to sign that divorce, God, she on her way to the courthouse Monday morning, oh God. I pray that you begin to deal with her, God, that you would speak to her heart, oh God. Speak to her mind, oh God, give her peace, give her understanding, give her wisdom, give her discernment, oh God. And Father, even encourage the one wife, oh God, she's yet holding on, oh God, and her husband is doing everything else but serve you, oh God. Father, I thank you right now, oh God, that her focus is on living a holy and godly life, life before him just as your word says. You said that we're supposed to live a life that's so pleasing unto to you that we will win our spouses, oh God. And so Father, let our focus be on you and be on serving you, oh God. So Father, I thank you on today, oh God, even for the woman that's preparing to be a wife, that you will plant a seed in her, oh God, that she learns how to submit, oh God, how to respect and honor, oh God, that she learns her position as a helper, oh God. I thank you right now that you set up for this set time, oh God, to be a new creature in Christ, oh God. And so Father, I thank you that you won't let us drown, oh God. We won't get caught up, oh God, but you will send us a lifeline. You'll send us some hope, you'll send us some peace, you'll send us some joy, oh God. You'll give us something, oh God, to get hold of and believe that a change is coming. And so God, we thank you on today, oh God, for godly wife, oh God, for Proverbs 31 women, oh God, who will get in position, back in position in their homes, oh God, so that all things will change, oh God. We give you praise. Come on and give the Lord a hand of praise.
0: Come on, Apostle. Wow, listen, that was absolutely amazing. Y'all come on, give it up for Pastor Denise. That word, right on time, amen, encouraging, building up, as we uh, receive instruction in Bible living matters as it relates to the wife, I'm telling you, that's some wisdom from the throne of God, amen, I thank God for the word, I thank God for God using you, and we just pray that God restore everything that's been released out of you, that God continue to cover you, continue to give you wisdom, insight, and continue to bless your life as you minister God's word, and I thank you that God is preparing. I'm telling you, they're going to be open doors that God is preparing to open up for you. Your name is going to come forth in light and people are going to start seeking you out and they're going to call you to begin to minister, to begin to encourage, to begin to uplift, to be a part of those conferences. I see your names in those flyers. I see your pictures in those flyers that God is going to begin to call you for. And God has positioned you, he's allowed you To be saturated and to be prepped In this season I heard him say saturated and prepped In this season And so anything that's saturated and prepped Has to be prepared to go into the oven Or into the grease So, because when you're preparing your food, you, satur- you, you, know, you saturate that thing, you, know, you let it marinate overnight, and you prep that thing, and you can prepare it so that all those seasonings, all those various things, and you want to, that flavor to come out of it once it goes into the oven, or once it goes into the grease, whatever you're, however you're preparing So God has saturated and prepped you, because God has given it to take you in order to be finalized, finished, and be able to be served unto others, amen? Because we don't serve anything that is not good or t- Tasty, anything that not has flavor in it. that, that, that begins, You don't want anything like that. You want something that's flavor, something that's been saturated, marinated, something that's been prepped well, so that every time you eat it and feed it, you'll be like, I want some more of that. I want some more of that. And that's what God is placing on the inside of you and preparing you for this season. Listen, we got some more encouragement that I want to give you guys. It's the first Sunday in the month of uh, August. And I'm telling you, I'm grateful for what God is doing in this season, in this hour. So I want to
1: bring up Pastor Glenn and Pastor Debbie, and they're just going to encourage you guys this morning. Whatever the Holy Spirit is
0: going put upon that heart to share, I want them to be able to release.
4: Praise the Lord, Lord. Back off of that just a little bit. I ain't gonna reteach it or preach it, I know I can't, but I just want to piggyback off of that. Even being a wife myself to encourage other wives, me and Pastor Glenn have been in this thing for 36 years, but as Pastor Denise said, we cheated the first 10. The next 26, we made it right. Amen. I just want to read this one verse because when you begin to elaborate on it, just kind of open up some things. Uh, Proverbs 31, just the 10th verse, an expanded version. It say it is hard to, who can, question mark, find a noble virtuous wife because she is worth more than rubies or pearls. Her husband trusts her completely and trust his heart to her. I had to grow in that area. I had to grow in that area, yes I did. Amen. This guy right here, he was kind of different.
0: Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, teach it.
4: You know how they say, across the track?
0: Yes. All right,
4: wood. Yes, yes.
0: Outside,
4: all right? All right, picket fence, backyard, all that good man. stuff. Yeah, come on, crossbreed.
0: Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? All right, all
4: right. House full of children, single mom, three children, backyard, Amen. a dog, Amen. and mother and father. Hey, man,
0: Amen. Amen. So
4: come on, and kind of, It was kind of hard, it was kind of hard Amen. in the beginning, on. but one thing I knew, I knew this, this dude loved me. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. God allowed me to see that. I'm gonna kind of go over how we met. Come on. We met at Studio 79. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> Walk you At the club, right? Come on. All right. Amen. Hey, you better help some people today. So now, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this gentleman, this little joke. I said, no, he ain't my type. He got on books. <laughs>
0: Whoa. What's <laughs> they like?
4: Huh? And corduroys. Well, Not nah, even hey, brown, he had up, like the mountain boots. Up. He had like the mountain boots, right? So I says, uh-uh. Yes. He came back two, three times. You want to dance? <laughs> nah. So lo and behold, I needed a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't the Lord good. Oh uh, Lord! He, left me be- real. he left me stranded. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> God. Both into the snow. Yes, God. Pretty as a beach. Yes, God. Without a ride. Come yes. on, guys. See that? Come on, now. Isn't that awesome? Yes, it is. So the guy, he took me on home. He said, You, you want to dance? Yeah,
5: let's dance now.
4: You <laughs> dance three records strong, okay? All right, okay, all right, okay. Let it come through. He took me on home. Yes. And he called me, and we talked on the phone for a whole week. He said, I "I would be at your house on Saturday at such and such time, 7 o'clock. The guy was there at 6.59. Amen. On time. I'm like, what the what? Got to make a good impression. And of course I had a child, right? On top of that. Mm -hmm. So he comes through the door. And the child hits him with the broom, right? <laughs> yeah. Me. First thing to be out of the of mine, I said, I can't deal with this. Now, he hit me upside the head, but
0: I'm still here.
4: Jeez. Well, let me go back a little bit to the club. you helping somebody. Don't that joker, you that joker said, give me your phone number. I said, uh-uh. <laughs> and I heard the spirit of the Lord. Now, mind you, I'm <laughs> corniac drunk. Okay. I heard the spirit of the Lord yes. tell me that's gonna be your husband yes. when that guy showed up at 7: 30 yes, on that Saturday after talking seven days I say okay God I see what you're saying We got and and ever since then we've been inseparable
0: amen.
4: Every time you see him, you see me. But I had to learn how to be this guy's wife. Because now, now. mind you, I come from a single parent. Six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 siblings. Come on now. Let's keep it 100. Come on. He had three, two, only two he had to deal with. Come on. Mm -hmm. So now he came in there a little selfish. Uh-huh. okay i'm used to hey we gotta we gotta share this it's too many of us not to
0: share come on now that's it that's the
4: truth so they were in this house so he, he got his his brother got his he got it. his that's it okay that's
3: it wow come on. so i had to learn how
4: to deal with this guy and pray for this guy for the spirit of selfishness yes wow. he didn't know he had it
0: come on that's true
4: but it took him to come in the midst of me to know that he was selfish. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You so to be I, I'm saying this today to yeah, say you better, listen up. Yeah. you better begin to look, listen, and be honest with yourself yes. what you see your spouse deals with. Amen. Because it was rough. Now we were not saved, okay, for the first time. Come on now. He going in one door, I'm coming out the other. That's it. But God saw fit, and he knew that we would be standing here today. He will whoop me at night. Mouth was a little flip, huh? Did y'all don't believe that. Okay? But she never called me out my name. And the thing about it was, she never called me my name. the enemy had desired to sift us as we, yes. because he knew the power couple that we were. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, the Lord is faithful. When He tells you that this is your rib, this is your royal priest, you better believe it. But first of all, you have to ask. Don't just go because they look good. Right. Amen. <sighs> huh? Because I can fix them up. This guy right here is to wear gym shoes and books. That's right. I desire the man to wear dress shoes. Amen. I You're began right?
0: to buy dress shoes.
4: That's all the truth. Come on. You better free yeah. this thing over
0: here. I, mean, he I began to buy suits. Come on. To see. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I be began to,
4: to deal with him how I wanted him to be and how God allowed wanted him to be. Yes. Amen. I Amen. begin to pray. Yes. Yes. I began to speak over this guy. Yes. I'm telling you one more thing and then I'm going to let Pastor Glenn speak. This guy used to take this, we shared our bathroom, our master bathroom, and he would get on my nerves so bad.
0: Oh, oh, oh.
4: He would take his toothpaste.
0: I gotta Not the tell this. I yeah. gotta oh,
4: tell God. this. But so this it's gonna go with what Pastor Vanee said. Toothpaste all over the mirror everywhere. Who rest a tooth? Vindictive, right? So I said, I'm going to fix him. This is what I learned. I said, I'm going to fix this joker. Mm-hmm. I put comment in the sink. I say I'll, I'll, I'll fix him. Cause the next morning when he get up, he's going to put his washcloth in the sink with the Comet. Mm-hmm. Not going to God. Say, okay, God fix him. This is where I learned what you say, Pastor. That's it. You know what the spirit of the Lord told me. I went in and I dropped my washcloth in the sink first. <laughs> Do you understand what the spirit of the Lord said to me? Uh, that's my child. Yes. If you got a problem? Come to me. Yes. Say it again. Say it again. That taught me that I need to shut my mouth. Come on now. Go to God whenever yes. there's an issue. Yes. Now whenever you cut up, as Pastor Denise said, okay, God, that's your child. And I want to stay safe. I need help. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: That's
0: good. I'm not going to be before you long, but I was. as she was speaking, I was thinking about the story of Rachel and Jacob and Leah. See, here, Jacob thought that because she was fine in everything that he wanted Rachel, but they, in the word of God, they said Leah had weak eyes. In other words, she wasn't easy to look, uh, look upon. But at the same time, when he went to go sleep with her, he got mad because he slept with the wrong one that he didn't want to sleep with. You see, sometimes we don't know what's the lineage. She lives from the lineage of Jesus. And see, we don't know who the person really is connected to and what God has, but you have to pray and believe and trust God. You can't look at the one in the the rush. You can't look at the one how you feel. Just
3: like like she was saying, we need to do 79. I'm looking at her on the outer.
0: But look what God had been 37 years later. We still together, drinking to alcohol, but look at God now. We don't drink no more, we don't smoke no more, Come we on, serve God. God together, we pray together. Come on. He, he, he that dwells in the secret place on the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. My God, my God, my God. And then you say, I will say to the Lord. Oh, you have that to that pray. You, that pray. you that's have that's to that's pray. That's and trust God. Don't look at nothing in the natural, because I said, look at here, Jacob looking at her, looking at Rachel. Ooh, she fine, but here Leah was the person. Twelve tribes of Israel came out of her, just like the woman at the at the well. She gave Jesus a cup. She didn't know who was in front of her. Jesus was there. You will never thirst again. She asked him by giving him water. Look at who's in front of you. Pray about it. Say God. With your will bring me that husband. And if you have a husband, And if you have a wife, pray without ceasing. I pray for my wife. I encourage my wife. I strengthen my wife. Cause I'm by her side. She's by my side. We trust God. We trust God. Come on, that's good. We got to trust God and believe in God. If we fall, we fall together That's right. Ain't no your fault, my fault. You did it, I did it. No. We got debt together, together. Not your debt, my debt. You better help somebody get I'm rich. Not my riches, your car, no. Your house, no. Your light bill. The devil is a liar. This is all ours. This is all ours. You all separation to go right there and they ain't wonder why. You got your money for the light bill. What the devil, you crazy? No! I put this in the bank account. We're pay God. My God. But in my house. Yeah. I am oh, my yeah. house. Yeah. I, 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 give him glory, honor, and praise. Yeah, yeah. Took out. Good. In Jesus' name. free. Yeah. Hallelujah. Man, I'm telling you, God is good, eh? Come on, prophets. So Come on, i just
5: I was married once, and this Ryan and I, this is our our second marriage. And I had to remember what I asked for. I asked God for someone that could take care of me, take care of home, take care of things that I wouldn't have to worry about. Yes. But because I was single for so long and I had I was raising boys and I was in the environment that I worked in at that time, I, had, I was very strong-willed. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Yes. So I had to. Learn how to come under someone's authority and be submissive and I'm still working on it. I'm still, I'm still working on it. But I had to learn how to do that because that was something that was very hard for me to do. Yes. But I, but like I said, I had to remember what I asked for from God, how to be submissive, how to be a wife. And this is something that I constantly pray about all the time. And just like she was saying, I had to learn how to pray for my husband. I had to learn him, learn how what he needed and how he um, act. Whatever I had to learn that, I had to ask God to reveal to me, reveal to me his his hurts, his needs, the things that he desires. I had to ask God for that. This is something that I do on a constant basis. And another thing, I had to learn how to love me, first. because I, I, for a long time I thought I was unlovable. I really did because I felt like you know because of what I went through before but I had to learn how to love me in order to love him. Yes. And if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. Uh, you don't realize that you don't love yourself until you start thinking about like anything that he does or anything that he says, it reminds you of something that you've been through before. That's when you realize, I am still I'm, I still got things inside of me that <laughs> I had to give it over to God. In order for you to be a wife, a good wife to your husband, or even to, uh, to get a good mate, you have to learn yourself. And the thing that You have been through. You have to let it go and, and have a fresh start.
1: So I'm speaking
5: to the women that have have been married or never been married, or and, and they're they're looking for your mate. You have to learn yourself first uh-huh. in order to bring somebody else into your life. So that's something that I really I'm like I said, and he'll tell you I'm still trying to be that submissive wife. You know I'm still praying. But I have to really get a relationship with God. Yes. Um, I, and I used to always say, God is my friend. But is he really my friend? Do I trust him with everything? Do I give him everything? Do I talk to him about everything? I have to learn to do that. Simple little things. Yes. Simple things. You just have to give it to God. So I give my husband to God. I gave him to God. And just like you were saying, like, okay. You see him. You know. And that's what you have to do. You have to just give him to God. And 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 there's somebody for everybody. That's what I that's what I want. The, the single woman that wants a husband. There's somebody for everybody. Come on. If that's your desire, yeah. God gives you the desire of your heart. If God has put that desire in your heart, yeah, He's gotta yeah. make for you. Yeah. But you just gotta be open and ready for the right person. That's all it is. That's all I have to say. Yeah.
0: Listen, we give God praise, and I'm just grateful for what God has in the house, yes. that God will allow people to yet be transparent and open. We don't have to be ashamed of what we, our struggles and how we started, because it's about how you finish. Yes. It's about how you finish yes. that's important. And we've all started and we all gone through some challenges, some rough phases, some rough patches, some things that we are going through. But when it comes time for us to have to gain wisdom, insight, understanding, let the Holy Spirit minister to you. And let it begin to saturate in your heart so that it can come forth and give you the thing that you need to stand. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Don't give up. And one of the things that I, I appreciate about Prophet's Karen, as she was sharing the Holy Spirit, just began to reveal some things to me as she was up here. And God had to allow you to go through overcoming that spirit and that place of rejection because of the anointing that He has in your life as a prophet. Because prophets are going to go through seasons where they're rejected because of the stance that they take. Not just even in always the words that they may begin to communicate or to begin to relate to people, but because of the stance. And so there's a certain stance that you have because there's a standard that you have. There's a certain standard of value that you have in the way you carry yourself, in the way that you live for God. Because that prophet's anointing is truly upon your life. And so you had to be able to work through and overcome that and being able to achieve able to still strive in the midst of the things that you were rejected from. To think that, you know what, I had to love myself again. Because until we come to that realization that, you know what, I, I don't I don't love me like I should. Yes. And you're trying to pour out something to somebody that you ain't got.
3: Yes.
0: If you don't love yourself, how you gonna love somebody else? And so when God begin to heal, that you he began to restore, that you began to place that, that anointing to be able to cover and to encourage, I'm telling you, God has blessed and He's going to continue to bless, give us wisdom, give us insight. I'm telling you, I just got a whole revelation about some things just in the midst of those uh, encouraging words that God has just shared to us on today. Listen, we're going to get ready to leap down from this place. Uh, I'm grateful and honored to what God is doing here in the ministry. Uh, we want to definitely, uh, for those of y'all, I know we sent our email, but uh, Mother Betty Vance was an absolute gem. To this ministry.
2: Um, In 2009,
0: when I came out here to assist them and they were in transition and looking for a pastor, um, in July 2009, when I started coming out and just helping out Mother Betty, she was there and she was watchful and she was cautious because she had been disappointed and hurt in church. But this woman of God, she was an older lady at the time, she was probably. Know, in her in her 70s because she had just she just passed. She passed, she was 84. And I'm telling you, if you came in contact with her, she was going to tell you about the goodness of God and she was going to tell you about do you know Jesus? And she was gonna let you know that she knew Jesus, and she was gonna take you through the sinner's prayer you had to go through to give you salvation. That's the type of heart she had. I never forget when she was in rehab for one of her knee surgeries, knee or hip, whichever one it was, and we went to see her in the rehab and, and she was just telling everybody she would always, she said, you gotta meet my pastor, you gotta be my pastor. She would tell me about me and the pastor's and, and everything. And we went to meet, we went up there to see her one that one time when she was in rehab. And uh, she was so excited to see us, and, and she was just telling the nurses and talking about how every nurse that comes in here, Lord I, I tell them about Jesus. I'm talking about God. And they would be so uh, uh, amazed at her energy, you know, even her age and different things she was going through. And she always kept a smile, no matter what she had. She her pain, ache. She, you know, she didn't let down. She was always still getting around, moving around, driving. But I'm telling you, we have been blessed to know Mother Betty Vance and have her in the midst of this congregation. And so we're grateful and honored. She moved to Arizona a few years back. So some of our new members, you may have been, may not have not known her, but she was definitely a special place in his heart and in his ministry. So we've dedicated a seat to her on the front row, but that seat is reserved for her. Anybody sitting in that seat. She's an honorary, always member of New Covenant Worship Center. So let's give God praise. Her mother Betty has her family. We're gonna keep them up in prayer, her daughters, her son. And we're just grateful for uh, the services, our private service, with just family and friends or uh, next Saturday, August 8th. And so, we're just going to support the family with everything that they need. And um, so, we're just grateful that we had the opportunity to meet such an awesome woman of God. And um, it's been a blessing. Amen. Sister so, so, Gigi, you, you have anything you need? Did you want to say? I don't know, I just. I just felt you in the spirit. I don't want to become a I First of all, I'm just glad to be in the house of worship. Uh, I
1: definitely have been. At the uh, services on the, uh, the virtual services have been blessed, and you know, still, you know, still, you know, still have my faith in God and still just uh, just believe and trust in God through everything that's been going on with the coronavirus. Glad to be, uh, be alive, you know, Uh-oh. glad to be a host, glad to see everybody. Um, love the service today, love the word, yes. it just totally uh, just blessed me and blessed my soul. I'm just
3: looking forward to
0: continue to come out as I can I just thank you thank you thank you, thank you. I'm to the amen we appreciate you sister Gigi thank you for your faithful support amen of the ministry uh, through your sister, we appreciate you guys and uh so we're going to get ready to dismiss um this next Sunday is Family and Friends Day, so invite somebody out to virtual church. And uh, as we always do, since we are in this pandemic, before we leave, um, I don't know if Isaiah got any pictures, but I mean, yesterday we did our second laundromat takeover, uh, and it was absolutely amazing. Um, we thank God for New Covenant Worship Center and everything that they have done, everything that they brought for in order for us to do this. Uh, because of the pandemic, it was a little bit slower, where as far as people coming in. So we planned to, hey, to bless and give away $1,200 in free laundry, but we did a little bit over $1,000 uh, because we were there from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and just blessing the people. There are so many testimonies that people were so appreciative and, and so excited about what we were doing and they couldn't believe it, you know, because they were like, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's amazing because some people were, had not been working, they had different challenges, and you heard their testimonies and how God began to move. And uh, Brother Nick and Sister Sarah, uh, they just begin to share the love of God. God and just begin to be in a position to help us communicate with some of the people. Uh, It was just an absolute display of the love of God in operation on yesterday. So it was absolutely amazing. And we thank God uh, that's the owner, uh, Joe Abdella. Uh, We just appreciate him and his wife. They stopped by, they wanted to meet us. And so we're just grateful for the opportunity. He was like, Anytime you want to come back, you know, you guys are welcome. But we're appreciative of that. We thank God for everything that allow us to
2: do what we believe about